That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Former Huskers turning success in sport to success in business. This is Eric Crouch. Here's how I went from red to black. First of all, thanks for coming on our first episode of Red to Black. We appreciate it. I'm happy to be part of it. People that aren't from our state know who you are. People that are from our state, if they don't know who you are, they need to get out of our state. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You find there's a lot more than the don't know, which is sometimes a good thing. Yeah. Okay. And the farther you get away, how long has it been since you, uh, since you played in Nebraska? Uh, 2001 was my last season. So you're looking at, you know, 19, 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure now it's easier for you to walk around, go grocery shopping, people not coming up necessarily and wanting autographs all the time versus two or three years out. Yeah, I think so. I mean, two or three years out, you're, you're, it's pretty hot, you know, but it's amazing still uh, how things, you know, just out of the blue where, you know, people, you kind of feel it happening, you know, or looking at you and something or saying something and, you know, it's like, in the, or the parents are pushing the kids, go, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah. like, it, you know, it's like, okay, that it's, it's fun though. And you know, it, the, the Nebraska fan base is just incredible. And in the whole, you know, football is a big part of life out here. And, um, I've really appreciated just people still remembering, you know, 20 years ago. And I think they associate it with some really good times in Nebraska and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was really fortunate to be part of that, you know, that run that Nebraska had in the, in the nineties. And, and talking about the good, the amazing fan base, we'll get to that in a little bit. When we start talking about the black side of this, your business. Um, but you went, you went to, uh, you graduated from Millard North and where, where did you go? Like to middle school, grow up, what area? So, uh, yeah, good question. Um, so 151st in Drexel is where I grew up and it was just by, uh, John G. Nyhart. Uh, elementary school ended up going to Anderson middle school. And then, um, you know, I ended up transferring before I went to Millard South to Millard North. So I ended up in Millard North, but I grew up in Millard South district. And, uh, you know, that's an interesting story because I was kind of headed down that, you know, I, my, my choices weren't that great. Um, not that I was doing anything stupid, too stupid, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the normal teenager stuff, you know, where you're, you're testing your parents, you, you know, uh, sneaking out a couple times, you know, probably doing stuff that my mom kind of looked at me and said, you know, this isn't good. So let's get him to a, another school. And at that time, I don't know if, uh, how it worked specifically, but my, my mom actually worked as a cocktail waitress at the holiday lounge and uh, Fred Petito was a bartender there. Okay. So that's how they met. And the story that I know is that um, they get to talking at the end of the night and they're, you know, counting their money or splitting up stuff and doing that whole thing at the end of the night, the shift gets over with. And, you know, Fred, you know, starts saying, talk to my mom, Hey, my son plays football. And, and he's like, well, shoot, send him to the camp, you know? So he had a summer camp and I ended up going to the camp. And next thing you know, I, I, I was going to Miller, Miller North. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's a long story, uh, short, but you know, the gist of it was that 
there was a lot of history mm-hmm. with quarterbacks at Nebraska or at Miller North um, that they got scholarships and, you know, they got the ball and they did well. And um, so I kind of took that route because I, I, I knew my skill set, you know, was with my legs and uh, I, you know, I knew Millard South uh, was a little bit different. They were going to throw the ball a little bit more and, Gosh, now I kind of think about it, like throwing the ball would have been a, a little bit of fun, but <laughs> <laughs> my body, my body over the years, like all the, geez, no. it worked. You no, know, I love, I, yeah. I, I tell you what, I, I, all joking aside, Fred Petito, the whole, the Millard program with the coaching staff and Mark Chavez and Bruce Reed and the list goes on with just great guys that really, really care about the kids and they were, they were, they're junkies. I mean, they football junkies, that's their life. You know, I mean, they just football all day and breathe it. And it just, it makes you really focus. You know, I got up, I mean, I'm looking at my son and they, you know, they're working out at 10 o'clock. I'm like 10 (laughs) o'clock. I'm like, I was up at six at the gym by seven working out. And we were there for like three hours. Mm -hmm. He goes there at 10. It's like a different, so things have changed with football. It's, it's more like, protecting your body and making sure that you've got the energy all the time. You know, ours was old school. You wear yourself down and beat it down so that, you know, you're ready. And what do you think? I mean, obviously I, the old school was great. For I you, think there's a nice balance. Nice you know, balance, I think yeah. we did overdo it. Mm-hmm. I think we did overdo it. You know, we had three days, you know, mm-hmm. now they don't have two days anymore. Just right. one. So, um, you know, those, those things, and it was worse before the old school stuff, you know, way back. And so, um, where they're giving them salt tablets. You know, I kind of yeah. pass that thing where, you know, I think they were giving us like Gatorade pouches of electrolytes, which was just a salt tablet. Right. right. So um, anyway, uh, I really wanted to say that I just, I, I enjoyed going to Millard North and the high school experience was really good running track and, uh, and playing football and just all the work. And I mean, I was, I was kind of a, I think I did well because I focused. I mean, I, call it OCD, call it whatever you want. But I mean, when I wanted something, I really spent time doing it to accomplish it. And Miller North kind of gave me that opportunity because they were just like that. So were there any hints of you being an entrepreneur, like either younger or in high school, like any lemonade stands or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good question. So um, really young, I collected football cards. Okay. And I used to set up a, a card shop in my garage and all the kids would come by and we'd trade, buy, sell, trade football cards. And that's awesome. You know, <laughs> and, and it was kind of a fun thing. And, but I never looked at it as being an entrepreneur at that time. I just loved football. So football, football cards, I had all the, I mean, I have stacks and stacks of rookie cards from Marino and Elway and Montana, and I've got collections of quarterback pages, like a pay, page books of Elway and books of Montana and my quarterbacks were like the cards that I wanted. Are so any was, of those in mint? Cause that's retirement. Oh, they're, right they're, there, they're right? mint. Oh they're, they're, my they're gosh. That's several, amazing. several. And I shouldn't be saying this cause right. I'm probably Darren gonna, Ravel just perked up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, like there's a shop and I drove by it the other day and it still says like card shop. It's mm-hmm. in on Millard Ave. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that we used to ride our bike. I mean, we, I'd ride my bikes for miles to get to that card shop mm-hmm. and start trading cards out and looking for the, you know, the next QB card that I didn't have. The slot was empty. I've got to get that filled. So, you know, head up to the card shop or buy another pack. Did you so, know to keep them in mint condition because they're going to be worth oh, something? Oh yeah. Someday? Yeah. I had the, I had the price guide. It said, mint. <laughs> that's Be, all, that's, oh yeah. I had the price list. See, that's smart. I mean, yeah. you were thinking about that back then. I, you know, I wasn't, I bent them, <laughs> put them in the spokes, put them in yeah, the spokes. Yeah. 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 If I'm yeah. riding my bike oh, yeah. two miles. I want the, 
Oh, I had a couple that I, you know, if I got some baseball cards or something, those <laughs> like were Like a Bianca Lana or something <laughs> from Kansas City. <laughs> something nobody knows. Or, you know, the air cards were the were worth, the, worth the most. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you flip it oh, over, yeah, yeah. it was the different player. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. the, you know. Remember, or, was it, uh, was it, not, I don't know if it was Cal Ripken Jr. One of the, one of the juniors had that bat and on the bottom of the bat, it said F head. <laughs> really? Yeah, it said head on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. And yeah, and, 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 and it, it was on the photograph. It was on the photograph in the in the baseball card on mm-hmm. the baseball card. And when they first came out, it was this huge <laughs> deal. I think my dad paid like two hundred bucks for it. Now it's worth less than three bucks on eBay. Wow. You know, yeah. But I thought the error cards <laughs> were the big ones to look for. Yeah. So we go to Millard North. Um, we get we get all of us together because we were all on this journey with you too. Um, we we go to Millard North, um, get the offer from Nebraska. Uh, wh- what did you major in, in Nebraska? I couldn't find this anywhere. Oh, uh, it was exercise science. Okay. Yep. So I mean, I, you know, I loved uh, science and you know uh, everything about it. Health. I grew up. My mom um, uh, was in radiology and then went into ultrasound, and so I was. I kind of grew up in the hospitals. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe medicine might kind of be my route. Um, you know, I always appreciated, uh, that what, what the medical field doctors and nurses and, uh, all the medical staff, I just appreciated what they did for a living, helping people. So, um, I always thought that that might be a route for me. Um, and, you know, I spent a little bit of time in the medical field, uh, you know, a few years back and, and really enjoyed that, that work. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's what kind of, you know, steered me in that direction. But, uh, I actually a funny story with, with that, the way you ask it. So, uh, business, right? Yeah. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I go and I go into Lincoln and I'm thinking, man, I'm going to be a business major. Get to my, you know, first classes. I'm like, there's no way <laughs> this ain't going to work. You know, it was like, I don't know what it was. It, it was like numbers on pages and spreadsheets. And it just wasn't really like, I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> You know, and so I <laughs> dropped that real fast and, 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 and joined the, uh, you know, exercise science major. And, and, it, and, and I enjoyed that because I, I just found that, you know, taking care of your body and learning, you know, the bones and the muscles was going to help me, you know, know more about how my body would react and how to take care of it, mm-hmm. playing such a, you know, tough game on mm-hmm. your body. And, and I really, really am glad that I switched, but it's funny because then I get out of college and a year later I buy a business. Right. right. I'm like, oh, maybe, right. maybe that semester did help me out a little bit. You know, I don't know. Nah, I didn't. I'm just going to have to learn this on the fly. Sometimes that's easier. You don't know what you don't know. You get in, you just dive yeah. in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just dive in. Yeah. So I'm glad it worked out that way because I really did enjoy my major and um, learned a lot, you know, and I, you can do a lot with it. What yeah. originally attracted you about the business degree? You know, for me, I just, uh, I, I think being a quarterback, just that mind of, I don't know, being the leader, mm-hmm. you always think like, maybe there's a chance I'm going to want to own my own business someday. And so that's pretty much what I felt I was going to do. Maybe own my own business, uh, go into, you know, there was a few options, obviously, you know, the dream was to be in the NFL forever and ever until mm-hmm. you're 90. Right. <laughs> right. Just, you know, how often does that happen? Not right. very often. So, um, I just kind of learned on the fly and, and, and it worked out and, you know, I'm just, I don't know. It's you, sometimes life takes you in different directions, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, 
this direction was an interesting direction for me. Um, and I don't know if you're ready to turn into, you know, what I'm doing right now Any, versus absolutely. the Nebraska thing. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, we can bounce back and forth. Yeah, no, all, I just, because everything plays into where you are today, the great. entire thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the thing for me is football, you know, you just never know. I mean, when it's going to be over. And so having that, having a plan or a backup, I think is, is really smart. I mean, you see a lot of players now, some people are, some players have businesses and play They're business owners mm-hmm. and they're playing in the NFL or, you know, some are doctors and playing in the NFL. I mean, crazy. it's, it's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's crazy, but it's also smart. Yeah. Right. Absolutely I mean, smart. You're right. And so, I mean, for me, I never, I could have never said I'm going to buy a business when I'm 24. I never thought I would buy a business. I thought, oh, I'm just going to play some football and, you know, let's see how it works out. But Sock some cash away. You get married, yeah. you have family, you get kids. Things start, your mind starts thinking just a lot. It quickly changes your, your mindset on how you are going to come up with some dough, mm-hmm. you know? Right. <laughs> how am I going to provide? Yeah. How am I going to, you know, make a living? Other people are depending yeah. on you. It changes, completely changes yeah. your mindset. Absolutely. And so. Which is uh, even scarier going in and, and buying a business, starting a business when you have other people oh, yeah. depending on you and that business. Yeah, you're taking a chance. How terrifying, ter- it is scary. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you finally jumped into that, what was something that you can remember that you like, you, you loved X amount, a percent of the business, except for that part of it. Hate that part of the business of business itself, not that your business. Yeah. 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 No. Um, the time commitment, you know, sometimes you just want to turn it off. So owning your own business, you just never turn it off. And Mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, like my wife and I will get to talk and it's like, nah, not tonight. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) okay, I get it. I know what you're saying. Um, and it goes both ways, but, uh, you know, as far as the business I'm in, um, it turned out to be an opportunity where I could be involved in sports. Still, I could be involved in, you know, keeping kids healthy. Uh, I could be involved in still being around, like I said, sports. And, and it was kind of a nice combination of, you know, business sports and health. And so it really, to me, uh, has become uh, more and more of kind of like who I am and what i stand for. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's things about it, you know, that are tough. You know, we have a lot of different manufacturers that we're depending upon mm-hmm. in our business, just like a lot of other businesses. So but we're heavily dependent on our manufacturers coming up with, you know, good lead times and good products. And, you know, we're, we're really the sales and, you know, build it type agency, um, in design as mm-hmm. well. So, and that's been fun too. So just using your you know, creative mind and, and doing some things around going to a site and having a blank slate and saying, this is kind of what I see. What are your thoughts? Customer, they give you the thoughts and then you bring Make it to it life. Yep. Did you buy an existing business? And I changed the name. Yep. So um, I was so fortunate, so fortunate to buy a business that had been very successful before we came yeah, in since and the sixties. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, the church, family, and it's another crazy story. And that's another guy you need to have on is Bob Churchich, um, who played quarterback at Nebraska. And he does the same exact thing or did he's retired now, but I think it's, you know, people don't know that, but Bob Churchich, uh, you know, had his brother is who we brother's son, Jeff Churchich and Sue Churchich is who we bought our business from. And so it went from, you know, Eli Churchich who started this in the sixties and then he sold it to his son, Jeff. And then we bought their business in 2004. So 
um, you know, they had the top-notch manufacturers, great names, solid reputation, um, good good contacts, and great installers, and, and you know, people to work with, and and so it just worked, you know. And we, just like anything else, you know, you work hard and you can be successful, and you you right. know, put the time in and and do the right things. I mean, we we work hard, and and that that's why we're successful. Mm-hmm. We've got great people too. I mean. Uh, our business isn't what it is with just my wife and I, we've got great employees and how many employees do you have? Uh, so right now there's uh, six of us. We're probably one short, maybe two. We have an internship program. Uh, so uh, we have outside salespeople that aren't in the office and then there's four that are in the office. So. Oh, so I want to talk a little bit about small, small business, right? right. Yeah. I mean, right. But, that's, but that's great though. Yep. Yeah. Well, you really value your employees become family. Really? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, 100%. you know, and that's kind of the mantras that, that we live on is doing, <clears throat> doing cool stuff with cool people. Like if you have that team and you're lucky enough to build the team around you that you love going to work yep. with every day, like a month ago, we didn't, I mean, we knew who Pat and JT were, but you know, we had a great experience with her and we're like, Oh, we got to bring them into the family. Yeah. Um, so now we're part of her dad and it's just been seamless. You can yeah, tell that awesome. family it's, and you can tell, and I'm sure it is with crowd recreation mm-hmm. too, that you walk in the door and it's just, you just, you care about each yeah, other and you yeah. enjoy going to work. So it's not like you're really going to work. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the atmosphere that I'm shooting for. And, you know, there's always things in business that you, you know, want to make better so that you're more successful uh, or you change things, not really, more successful for yourself, but taking care of your customers needs. I think once you can find a way to trigger that and, and, and make that work, then it seems to come back to you, to your business as being more successful and things go smoother. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about resiliency. Um, mm-hmm. So reading a little bit about you growing up, maybe had, um, had to grow up a little bit faster than most kids. Um, your same age. Sure. Um, yeah, I agree playing at Nebraska is not an easy place, um, to play. There's a lot of weight on your shoulders, especially, you know, um, I'm sure there was a lot of pads are about five, six pounds, aren't they? (laughs) They're lighter now, aren't they? The entire state on top of those (laughs) pads. Right. Yeah. Uh, how did playing football, um, both high school and collegiately pro, like how did that prepare you? Like, or what lessons did you learn as, as you're getting ready to start your business? Um, well, determination, competitiveness. Um, you know, you get to the business world and it's competitive, Mm -hmm. you know, you got, you got a lot of competitors and they're all shooting for the same dollar that you're shooting for and uh, same customer too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's just, that's the way it is. Um, I think Tom Osborne and all my coaches, I mean, even from little league, you know, just determination, the hard work, everything that it takes to, um, you know, try to get to the top. You're like football is I, sports is so good in teaching a lot of life lessons. And I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science. It's not, it's not like super, super, super hard. It's like, let's just follow some of these basic rules of engagement and how you talk to people and the, you know, doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, businesses don't last long if you do them the wrong way. And if you don't take care of people the right way, that word spreads. It's like a restaurant. When you eat at a bad restaurant, you tell everybody. Yeah. You eat a good one. It's like, oh, another good one. Another good one. You know, you don't, but you hear the bad ones and then quickly they're gone. And it's, you know, running a bad business, treating people, um, you know, deceiving people, uh, not following through with what you say you're going to follow through with. And have I been perfect? No. I mean, but every day you're trying to come up with ways to get there. 
you know, less mistakes, um, you know, ways to be consistent on how you go through the process with each customer so that each time you do it, it's the same way that you start to build a routine and it's, it's not all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so those are the types of things that I think create success when it comes to business. And it's very similar to what you do on a football field. Um, you go to practice, you study your opponents, you yeah. I never you, thought you about it that watch way, right? film, you know, you, mm-hmm. you go out and you practice, 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 practice hard, hard, hard. And then you've got the game, you know, and the game is the meeting, you know, the game is once you get something sold, can you deliver now? Like there's things that I just, I'm always going back and forth with how I relate this to football or how I relate this to training or that's you a know, great sports. analogy. And I it, just never realized how parallel they, they both were yeah. sports and business. Yeah. I mean, they, they really are. And yeah. you learn a lot of lessons. Like I said, my coaches were huge. I mean, I had the right coaches. They were all really good, different ways, but really good in teaching me things that are going to make me a better person, which I think in the end makes you a better business owner. Yeah. Do you think, okay, so if you could grab your phone and slide into Eric Crouch, 25 year old Eric Crouch's DMs with a little note, like, dude, <laughs> make sure you keep your eye on this over the next 10 years. What would you, what would you tell him? Or maybe it was a big mistake yeah, that you yeah. made or something you oh. did that you wish you did differently um, business wise. You know, uh, I would say I wish that I would have joined more uh, business savvy owner groups where you can bounce ideas, networking, networking. Yep. Because I'm, I'm still just starting to do that really. And I wish that at 24, 25, I would have joined up with other people because you learn so much from Mm -hmm. not just your peers, but people that have done it already. So those, when I'm 25, you're talking those 50 and 60 year olds that are just loaded with Mm -hmm. info on how to accomplish things in business and take their advice and do it, you know? Um, and try to emulate that. And, and, you know, then you start to grow, you start to grow. And, and that's not the only way, but I would just say, look, if there was one thing that I probably missed was to hard headed, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to figure it out. You know, I'm going to learn the hard way, but there's, there's ways, you know, of making it a little bit easier on yourself and not trying to go through the stresses of yeah. what business owners go through. When, when we first started our business, that's the one thing that really surprised me is how the business community helps each other out. I always yeah. thought people keep it close to their vest and not want to yeah. tell you how secrets. Yeah. Right. How, mm-hmm. how they made their yes. money. Right. And yeah. it's, it's the exact opposite of that. They want to help you and see you succeed and you just help each other, feed yeah. each other. I was really surprised by that. Yeah. yeah. So at, as we're recording this, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, that pandemic has been great for some businesses. Um, it's been, you know, a, a death sentence for, for a few other ones. How has the pandemic and kind of going through all of this COVID stuff, has that hurt or helped your business? Well, I'll tell you at the beginning, Chris, um, I was scared because they shut the parks down and the schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, those are our wow. two main customers, yeah, right? Yeah. Park directors, uh, so cities, municipalities, and schools. Um, but, uh, what we found out was that people started to move from the inside to outside, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we, we kept, we had a lot of projects backloaded from, uh, the previous year, which is kind of how it works. So, you know, I really don't know the full effect in, until probably next season, but we're already, it's almost like overwhelming of how much people want to do outside. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like we could hire like 10 people right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great. like, please, that is great. 
So things are, are going well. There's zero complaints. I mean, there's a couple contracts that we had that we're considering, um, you know, right on the, uh, the line of signing or not signing proposals, big projects that, that went through. Uh, they just said, we've got to do it. Like we've got to go, you know, this is the plan. Let's not let this derail us. And they did it. And I'm glad they did. Cause it, it, you know, those, those are projects that, you know, when you have a couple of big projects, it helps your year. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, for us and, 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 you know, that it's been really good. So, um, is there know, anything you changed I, specifically because of the pandemic, the way you did business that you'll continue when the, when this is all over that, cause you've maybe cut some fat or changed some processes. No, I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, not cutting fat. We, we need to get some more fat. <laughs> Let's get fatter. Uh, no, um, <laughs> uh, no, for, but for, seriously, I think the things that for me, um, looking at this and how, how it, it's helped business is that, um, you can do a lot, um, with technology. So, right. you know, online meetings, quick things that really don't necessarily need to meet, you know, can save some time. Uh, you get to see each other face to face on the video screen. No, it's not the same, but you know, our jobs are going to the sites a lot. So we really need to see the site, uh, to give you some, some, you know, words of advice and, and things, but you know, there's, but not every meeting is a site visit. You know, a lot of them might just be that, you know, if I look back and go, geez, how many meetings did I waste? And we can still oh, yeah. get this, this done just like this. Let's, <laughs> right. let's get it done. Yeah. You know? So, so that's helped. Technology's really changed, um, in, in how we use it. And so I, I think that is just, how can I get a little bit more business savvy and organized technology wise? So that's kind of, um, pushed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy in that regards. Cause sometimes it takes something like this to, to actually push mm-hmm. you to change you know, and you get set in your ways and you just, no one likes change. Cause you know, it's, you know, it's hard and I yep. got to change the way I do things. And I don't want to really think about it. I just want to do it, you know, like, so, um, and, and I think that that's been good. So, um, you know, that's one way technology, I guess the other way of, uh, things that I think would, would be good to look at in the future for us are just, um, you know, with the pandemic is, and I don't know how long this will last, but you, you, you look at ways to, um, you know, space things out or, you know, be sanitary, things like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that that's not right now, not probably top priority, but mm-hmm. I know that um, it's something that we've been thinking about. So that's about it. Well, you realize how important the parks were. So we, we live right by a park and when we walked by it and we saw orange cones yeah, and yeah. like police tape yeah. over everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you, and it was, it was a sound difference. Like normally you hear uh, aluminum bats and you hear kids playing. And when you didn't have that, it was like the silence was deafening Yeah, or like, Hey, these people aren't out on the park enjoying like they normally would. And that's such an, like the pool in the park. There's a reason it's there. Mm -hmm. I mean, people need to get outside. They, you know, want to socialize, have friends, go think, do things with their family and be outside. I Mm -hmm. mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I love being outside. I mean, mm-hmm. I, love, I I even like being outside in the wintertime. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, yeah. not, I mean, when it's real, real cold, but, <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's something, there's just something about taking the, that fresh breath of, of mm-hmm. air from outside and not feeling enclosed. And, and I think more and more people, you know, over the last, you know, 10 years, myself included, have been doing more outdoor projects in my house, even, you know, like little patio areas, sitting areas, you know, outdoor living. So it's kind of been changing to, you know, let's work on some outdoor spaces for sports and kids play and, and physical fitness and things of that nature. So that's, it's just been real fun for us to be involved in those projects. Good percentage of everybody's, I mean, yards were on point this summer, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah, so exactly. much time right. landscaping, uh-huh. the weeds, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you didn't take care of your yard this year, you really stuck out. Right. Yeah, really. <laughs> You're right. You did. 
Yeah, you don't get to have the excuse of, oh, we didn't have time or we were too busy in the office. You've been at home all summer, dude. Yeah. Well, and the, the, this, you know, if we try to find silver linings out of this thing, I think a large majority of people, like when you see what was sold out, um, like it was a lot of exercise equipment yeah. and people are like, Hey, I, I really, really need this. Well, and I'd say this, and I don't know, maybe it's just something for me, but like, I don't think so is that you realize that you're capable of doing more mm-hmm. yourself, you know, just the right. little things around the house that you might not have done before you start doing things like that, or you go buy tools and you do it yourself. And you're like, well, you know, we don't really want anybody in the house right now. Or that's a good point. You just yeah. start like. I'm going to figure out how to fix this jammed up sink, you yep. know, for, versus calling the plumber. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you realize you get through doing it. You're like, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you start doing some of these things and, um, you really start again, you just, I don't know. Um, you learn. I fixed a lawnmower just <laughs> yeah, watching yeah, YouTube. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I pulled yeah, apart so. a carburetor. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> really? inside a car. And it, oh, yeah. and it works oh, yeah. on the other works side. Perfect. Yep. Wow, that's impressive. Yep. All you better like that one then. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you better like it. Um, so you talked about your family earlier. Is this and, and you purchased a family business. Are you do you want to keep crouch recreation in your family? I with think your so. Kids? I mean, we've we've asked our kids several times. Um, you know, I'd say one shows more interest than the other. Um How old are your kids? Twenty one and sixteen. Okay. And so, you know, part of me says, go work for somebody else, do some other jobs before you come work for us. And, but then there's the other part of me, let's just dive right in right now and just Mm -hmm. start early and just learn this thing. And, and, you know, someday you guys, you know, every year that goes by, you're just kind of wasting time on learning the family business. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a little, you know, back and forth with that. But again, I think I'll just leave it up to them. Like when they're ready to jump in, they can jump in and, um, you know, we could, like I always tell them, we just always could use your help. You know, and I think I just leave it at that. And one day the light's going to go, hmm, you know, my dad um, said they need a little bit of help. So maybe I go work for them. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. There's no pressure. And that's good. And that's, and that, and definitely that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we were talking earlier, obviously about your Husker career. And um, before we started recording this, we were talking about um, former Huskers that, you know, they, they graduate, they go on play the NFL, they do whatever, then they either come back if they're from Nebraska or sometimes just never move away from Nebraska because the fan base is so strong and they just want to support and they just love the football team and the university so much. Um, how much do you think being Heisman Trophy winner, Eric Crouch, help you, helped you in the business world? I think a lot. I mean, it really did. I mean, and I'm not afraid to say it because, you know, I worked hard in high school. I worked hard in college and I work hard now. So, I mean, I think people respect that, you know, especially from Nebraska. And um, I don't have to apologize for someone saying, hey, yeah, I'll I'll let him in the door. But it it, it doesn't say that you're going to get the business, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean. It doesn't say, oh, they're just going to write you a PO. Here's your contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not what it does. You know, I would say more times than not, the door closes. <laughs> I mean, that's just business, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know, and you got to find a way to open it back up and show them that you can really do this and that your business is legit and that you're going to take care of them. And that, I mean, that's, that's what the business world is, is about. I mean, a lot of it is relationship driven and a lot of it is, uh, is how people trust you. They trust your business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've heard it time and time again. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. And so I love that. And I also want everybody to be a reference. I want every project we do, every customer to, to refer us. You know, that's, I, I don't want anybody that says that was a bad experience with them. Mm-hmm. That's just not going to happen because I'm not going to allow it. Mm-hmm. And so um, has that cost me money? Yes, it has. But I don't think you're going to see anybody out there that's going to say, 
you know, if you go with them, watch out for this, or, you know, this yeah, might right. happen, or they're not mm-hmm. going to do this, or, you know, there's, there shouldn't be any of that. And I hope that, you know, if someone's listening that has some of that, then please tell me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's how we've, we've handled things. And that's just kind of been a mindset of mine for, for a long time. And, but those doors do open and hopefully you can turn those into, you know, a good business relationship. Yeah. Being Eric Crouch probably gets you a little bit further down the road, but if the business isn't functioning the way it's yeah. supposed to, or the product's not being delivered, they want it to, oh, I mean, that goes they south can only, quick. I mean, maybe they, they buy from you, but if it, you know, if they, if you can't deliver, then, you know, they, they, they start to look other places. And so kind um, of a risk on your part too, yeah. because everybody's going to want to tell all their friends how oh, yeah. they had a terrible experience with Eric. Oh, they're going to want to, they're going to look for it. So you have to, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. almost like more pressure yeah. on you because yeah. of your name and your history in the state and in football, because you have to be extra careful because yeah. they want to find that crack. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, you, you know, we all have competitors and, mm-hmm. um, and it's good for business. It makes you better. And it, I relate that part of the business to being in the room with four other quarterbacks fighting for the number one spot. And so, um, you know, you can handle it with grace and help, you know what, help those. I tried to be the best I could to get, elevate their game, to elevate my game. So, I mean, I like it when competitors come out with new stuff, you know, come out with new stuff. I mean, that's great. I mean, that, that, that forces us to find something that we need, that that's going to work for them. It's going to be better than that. So, you know, we can, I mean, this could be a hours on top of hours conversation <laughs> mm-hmm. about those little things in business, because, you know, I think that sometimes people want to own businesses. They don't realize, well, I didn't know it was going to be like that, you know, like all that, right. you got to think about this and all those little things. And if you're not, then maybe you've got a business that everybody <laughs> wants to be in and mm-hmm. don't tell anybody. Right. Right. <laughs> but, um, ours requires a lot of thinking and, um, and a, and a lot of planning, you know, it's really, we're in the construction business. So, you know, um, and we're, you know, we've got to build things that we say we're, that you see on paper, we've got to bring it to life, like, you know, like a house or a building, you know, a playground is, is, is really no different. You know, there's, there's drainage, there's site work, there's concrete, there's seating that you got to do things the right way. There's compliance. Things got to be level. Uh, it's got to work. Um, so, uh, it, you know, it's a, there, all these things are getting built in a lot of public spaces. So the public spaces have to be, they have to be right. That are risky, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, that's a gotta lot. Be safe. That's a lot. And you weren't, when you bought the business, an expert. Yeah, no, no. So no, how I, long did it take you to really, mm-hmm. to learn I'm all still that not stuff. an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm far from an expert, but someday I'll, uh, may, I might know something, but, um, hire good people. Yeah. Hire good people. But no, I mean, I think just, uh, you know, getting, getting your hands dirty with your equipment a little bit. I mean, I, I enjoy that part of it. Um, I do like using my hands and being at a few installations. I mean, our business is mostly, um, you know, design consulting sales. Um, but we do, you know, there'll be some projects where we, you know, get the tools out and we've just got to get it done, you know, Mm -hmm. some smaller projects, things like that. So, uh, and, and that's, that's where you kind of learn, you know, cause you have an appreciation for the other side, the, the, the people that are actually putting it together and doing all the, 
the work to bring it to life. I mean, there's a process, you know, it's, it's a team, you know, it's a team of, of uh, designers and the, the manufacturing team and then the installation crew, your, your subcontractors or general contractors. And we've got great relationships with those guys and they really have made our business look good. So and you all, they all have to be firing just like special teams, defense, offense yeah, on, a, I mean, on, exactly. on a football team. They, you're not going to win unless everybody's no, firing no. and doing their best. Yep. And then, you know what, in a football game, you have an interception, you have mm-hmm. a fumble. I mean, it's going to happen. So how do you deal with it? You know, it's adversity in the business world, just like it is adversity on a game day. So, you know, you got to put it behind you, fight through, find a way to make it right. It's just like, you know, you, you want to get it fixed quickly because if you let that linger, you, it's just in a game. If, if you can't get it fixed quick, it's like the pass that the receiver drops. You see a lot of times they come right back to him. That way he gets, gets another opportunity to yeah. make a play. And then that's behind him now. Mm-hmm. And now we're back, back on track. So um, the sooner that you can, you know, fix those issues that come up and they will and the better off you are. Yeah. So, um, I was driving through North Platte, um, talking to my mom and I saw on the front page of the paper, like <laughs> yeah. Eric Crouch, you know, installs like this, uh, you know, it's great new installation, North Platte and the, and the city's thrilled about it. Yeah. You know, wh- what are your favorite projects to work on? You know, um, I just like helping. I like helping people. I don't know that I, I, I choose one versus the other. Um, to me, I'm just trying to help them upgrade their facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just enjoy every project, you know, and, and I'm, I still learn like, I mean, playground projects are great. Um, anything that you can do for kids are, is awesome and getting them to be active. You know, I, I really enjoy the sports projects, you know, we're just finishing up the, the new uh, press box and bleachers over at Boys Town. Um, and so, you know, that's a, a fun project for us. And just because, you know, it's football for me, it's football, yeah. you know, it's a football field stadium. So, um, you know, the scoreboard projects that we've done, those, those are fun projects, you know, because all these projects are, are, are fun. They're unique. They're all different and they all mean something different to your customer, but you get to see them, you know, you, you go to Elkhorn South or, you know, go to Buell stadium and you see the scoreboards that we're, we're, we worked on and did there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is very cool. So what's next for, for the business? Like where, where do we go from here? You know, um, I'm always thinking about that, but I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm not too eager to grow too fast. Uh, I've seen some companies that have done that and, um, you know, that's kind of backfired on them. (laughs) So I'm just excited to continue to do well. I think that organic growth of doing a good job on your projects is going to naturally grow. I don't need to go hire five or six salespeople and bring all this other stuff in and we can't handle it one either on a subcontractor uh, or general contractor side because, you know, our projects just can't be installed by anybody. You know, they are certified. They work with your product. You got to teach it. It's a process yeah. just like anything else. And so, um, but you know, if you're not looking at growing your business, then uh, what happens is, you know, you can flatline or f- start falling behind. So you got to be very um, aware of that as well. So, um, you know, I, I kind of have some goals in my mind about where we want to be in terms of, you know, total dollars sold um, type of thing. And so I don't know. Um, my goals, again, aren't, aren't necessarily people. Um, it could be sales numbers. And I think that's more of, you know, we've got a lot of new products, so we're not bringing a lot on we just have a lot of opportunity with the products we already have. So those are just getting out there and finding those projects and winning those bids. And, um, and right now we're, you know, like I said, we're, we're doing really well with that. We cover, um, 
our territory uh, is South Dakota, Nebraska, and, and Pottawatomie County, Iowa. You know, we get called a lot to expand. And I don't know if I, you know, have interest in expanding to other states or not. It just, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the people that, it, that we do business with, um, our manufacturer is basically kind of a distributor. So it's, it's, you have rights. So I've got rights to these states, you know, and the, the, the person that's in Iowa and in, in Minnesota, those guys are all, you know, probably selling their businesses to their family members, you know, kind of like what happened here. So the, the odds that I would be expanding would be someone would be, it'd be totally getting out of the business and, you know, here's the opportunity type of thing. So, which I really, I just don't know if that's, that would ever happen anytime in the next 20 years. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Eric, thank you for coming on with us. You bet. And, you know, of, of the hundreds of interviews I've heard with you, um, it's really, I, I've never heard that much about your business before. So I no, really no, enjoyed I, that. Well, I've never, I, usually it's straight down to the, you know, <laughs> X's and O's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've appreciated that. And, uh, you know, um, I'll give you some some other names out there. I think you That'd should, be great. you know, yeah. get on here. And, and I think it's really cool to see that you guys have put something together that, because everybody's, what are they doing now? What, where are they at now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Oh, they do that. Well, I don't know. So to get like, you know, former Nebraska players on here that are, you know, in the business world and have been successful, I think that's really neat. So Thanks. really like what you guys are doing and hope it, Thank you. I hope it goes well. Awesome. Thank you. A Huda Media Production.